Hello, friends of Soul Kitchen. Thank you for listening to my podcast. My name is Jasper Mutsaerts. I'm an entrepreneur, adventurer, coach, and wisdom seeker. With Soul Kitchen, I interview people that inspire me. From TED speakers to social entrepreneurs, from activists to artists, from dreamers to seekers, from business people to spiritual teachers. With Soul Kitchen, I empower people to live their quest. And each episode contains a recipe for life. What is your quest? Hello, friends of uh, Soul Kitchen. Welcome to this uh, next episode, episode 59 on the art of podcasting. I wanted to share this episode because recently I shared a post on LinkedIn uh, with 16 things that I've learned uh, during my podcasting journey. And this has been one of my most uh, popular posts so far. So I thought I would create an episode on this. And I'm also receiving more and more questions from people that are interested in becoming a podcast host. By no means, I want to pretend that I'm an expert. I consider myself uh, still to be a beginner. So I don't want to pretend to know how podcasting uh, works. But I'm, yeah, in this episode, I'm sharing my learnings with you. I'm currently in Buenos Aires. I'm super happy to be back here in 2008. I was an exchange student. Uh, living in Buenos Aires, I was 21 years old at the time and at the time of my life. And recently, I have sold my shares in my of my first business, a travel company called Bohemian Birds. And to treat myself, I went on an expedition to Antarctica, uh, which uh, has been on my bucket list for a long time. So it was also a bit of a closure of my uh, my travel company. I had a phenomenal time uh, with a company called Nomad Cruise. And most people of that expedition are now in Buenos Aires. But anyway, so first I will share how my podcasting journey uh, has started, and then I will share my uh, my insights. So when I was 26, I started my first business, but I didn't have a clue how I should set up my own business or how that worked. So I decided to interview entrepreneurs that were like 10 or 20 years older than me uh, to learn from them. So I wrote a blog and uh, i interviewed them and then at some point my content got picked up by someone she said oh you have amazing content i'll connect you to emers and emers is kind of the dutch wired it's the leading online platform for media startups venture and tech and then i became a guest blogger at uh, emers and i could interview incredible people but at some point i noticed that uh, the scope of emers focused on business uh, was not in alignment anymore with my own development because I wanted to focus more on personal topics around life and leadership and love and lessons learned. So that's why I started, uh, why I created my own brand. And at some point I thought I might wanted to write a book. So I joined the book writing program, but during the program, I realized that podcasting is, is more something for me. So I came up with four potential names, Jasper's travel, Fufagu, which means uh, purpose, I think in Polynesian language, Sankalpa, which means purpose in Yogi language, and Soul Kitchen. Soul Kitchen is a song by the doors, and my brother, who is a musician and a designer, came up with the idea for this name. Then I shared these four names on LinkedIn, and I asked my LinkedIn followers to vote, and then Soul Kitchen received uh, the most votes 
I think that's also my first tip by engaging people early on, for instance, in choosing the name for your podcast, you're already creating a bit of interaction with your audience. So then the Soul Kitchen uh, was born and I decided to interview people uh, that I'm meeting during my life and during my travels that inspire me. Um, and actually, uh, one of the things I learned is uh, presence, to be really present in the moment with your guests. So instead of writing down all the questions that I have, I just uh, write down a few bullet points around topics that I want to discuss with the guests. And then I really stay present in the moment. So the questions that I ask, I come up with in the moment, depending on how the interaction goes. And sometimes guests like to prepare a lot with me, but some guests, they don't want to prepare at all. They just want to go with the flow. But when I invite people to a Soul Kitchen podcast, I also share with them, it's really a conversation about life and there's no boundary, so we can see how it flows. But sometimes I prepare a few key topics. So it could be uh, with one person, we talk about their, uh, their business, um, their personal transformation, and let's say their geographical movements. Or if someone is specialized in music, then we can talk about music. Or someone is specialized in travel, we talk about travel. So I discuss a few topics with my uh, with my guest, and then as I shared on my LinkedIn post, uh, purpose. I think it's important, you know, get clear about why you are podcasting. In my case, it is to learn to meet with inspiring people, to expand my horizons, and to empower other people to live their quest by showcasing case examples of visionary people. Everyone that I interview lives a visionary life or started visionary projects. So that's really my purpose. I want to learn to meet and to expect my expand my horizons. Then the second tip is around mistakes. I think you will make many mistakes as a beginner. So I would embrace imperfection and learn on the go. Some people that want to podcast, they wait uh, for too long because they see many, uh, many barriers. But you know, if you accept that you'll make many mistakes, you can just start doing it. Then in terms of guests, I would say never assume that a guest will say no to your invitation. The sky is the limit. So use your imagination in terms of who you would like to invite. I've had the privilege to uh, speak with TED speakers like Jacqueline Way. Um, I've spoken with renowned teachers like Eric Edmeets. I've spoken with world record holders uh, like Arjan Brasshuis. And I had the honor to learn from icons of history such as Rosa Parks. I in, uh, uh, interviewed a good friend of uh, Rosa Parks. So I would never assume that a guest will say no, because then you're already limiting yourself. So just invite people, see how they respond. Then in terms of a team, I think, you know, establish a podcasting team with a variety of skills, including design, sound engineering, copywriting, and video editing. So in my case, I work with my brother, He's very good in design and sound engineering. And I work with Andrew, a talented young man from South Africa, and he's doing the copywriting and the video editing and also the podcast promotion. So I think it will be wise to work with a small team because it is a lot of work. And if you decide to do a podcast, you know, why, why don't go all in and really uh, try to make the best, uh, yeah, the best possible podcast. And in terms of time, I would say only do what only you can do. Yeah, delegate other tasks to your team so you can focus on your strength. 
So in my case, I focus on the interaction with the guests and coming up with the topics and the podcasting itself. But then my brother does the design and the sound engineering and Andrew does the copywriting and the video editing. In terms of money, decide if you want to make money with your podcast. In my case, I've chosen to let this be a creative project without the intention to make money. Of course, this is only possible if you have the flexibility to do so. So for me, this podcast is a little more of an artwork than, than that it's a commercial project. But you know, either decide that you want to make money and then you have to sell courses or training programs or decide to do it just for fun. But if you don't really make a decision, uh, then you're maybe constantly thinking, oh, how can I make money with this? How can I do this? But for me, creativity can flourish also when you decide not to make money out of it. And then you can try to make money with, uh, with other projects. One thing is around ideas. I would say share a flyer with your guests with an overview of concrete ideas on how they can reach more people with their episodes and the message. So after I've recorded uh, and published an episode, I share a flyer with my guests, or actually Andrew does it, with a bunch of ideas um, on how they can reach more listeners. So they can share it online, uh, they can add it to their newsletter, they can share it with family and friends, they can put it on their website. And so we give them a bunch of ideas. Uh, they can maybe write a LinkedIn post about it. Then in terms of channels, launch your own content channel so people can follow your podcast. So I've chosen Instagram and YouTube. Um, in the beginning, I didn't have an own Instagram channel, but I think it's really beneficial so people can find yeah, all the content of your podcast on, uh, on one place. In hindsight, I wish I started with Instagram earlier, but for me, it was a step-by-step -step process. First, I had to learn how to podcast. Um, yeah, and then later we, we added the Instagram channel. But in hindsight, I wish I, I started earlier. So if I were you, I would really, yeah, uh, you know, create an Instagram channel from the start. Then the format, uh, yeah, develop a strong podcast format. A few podcast experts have told me that I can strengthen my format further. At this moment, my format is to just have a conversation with people. So I got some feedback that maybe my episodes are a little bit too long. Um, if I want to get more listeners, I should make it shorter. But for now, I've chosen uh, this format because I like to have deep and meaningful, longer conversations with people. Uh, but yeah, I can definitely strengthen my format. So it's something I'm still working on. And I think with your guests, you know, it's important that they feel at ease uh, during the conversation. So boundaries is an important one. Ask your guests whether they have conversation boundaries so they feel at ease during the conversation. One person did not want to talk about her ex-boyfriend. Another person did not want to talk about uh, a new job she had, uh, had accepted because she still had to uh, talk with her employer. Uh, yeah, so some people have, have different boundaries. So I think always proactively ask because sometimes people are not even aware of their boundaries, but when you ask them, uh, yeah, they typically appreciate it. Then in terms of the podcast ratings, you know, ask people one-on-one -on -one to give your podcast a rating. People typically need a little nudge uh, before they rate your podcast. So if you're listening uh, to my podcast and if you find it valuable, I really would appreciate if you can uh, give a five-star rating on Spotify. 
because it would really help me to yeah spread all these recipes uh, further. So that would be very much appreciated. Then the next one is around peer-to-peer -peer learning. I think you can learn a lot from other uh, podcast hosts. So I have, for instance, interviewed five other podcast hosts, and I learned something valuable from each of them. Um, I interviewed Rosa Bertram, uh, Johnny Miller, and uh, Nikki Trott. And from each interaction, I learned something valuable. So it's also highly recommended, you know, to interview some other hosts and see what you can, uh, yeah, what you can learn from them. Then video, use video to record your podcast because it will drastically increase your reach. So recently I uh, had my first uh, video um, recordings and the first um, conversation with Lydia Linz that was in a professional podcasting uh, studio. So I think that's something that you can really uh, consider um, because yeah, it will really increase your reach also on social media. People are more likely to, uh, yeah, to watch videos. Then seasons. This is something I learned from Marije Ellis. I hired her as a podcast coach in the beginning. She used to have a very popular podcast in the Netherlands. So work with seasons. It can give you the option to explore different themes per season, and it allows you to take a break in between seasons. It's kind of fun, right? When you finish the season, you can communicate online that you have finished the season. And in between seasons, you can take a pause, take a reflection, or you could go to one country, let's say to Japan, and you say the next season is on Japan, or you can do a season on a certain theme. Then coach, hire a podcast coach when you start. It can help you to avoid a few mistakes and speed up your learning process. I hired uh, Marije in the beginning and had a few sessions, which was really um, yeah, super useful uh, for me. So that's something that I can recommend. And then the last thing is about recipes, you know, create your own recipes for life. Other people advise you on how you could or should run your own podcast, you know, take other people's advice with a pinch of salt. So even uh, the pieces of advice that I'm giving in this episode, you know, take it with a pinch of salt and really go for your own, um, yeah, for your own podcast, because at the end you're doing it for yourself. So these are some of my insights on the art of podcasting. I hope you found it useful and insightful if you have any questions always feel free to uh, reach out to me i always love to interact with my uh, with my listeners and if you go to www.soulkitchen.earth you can also find that we're hosting an event on tips and tricks uh, for aspiring podcast hosts i'm checking the website right now and this session is in, on april 25 so feel welcome to sign up you can go to www.soulkitchen.earth. And then I have one more announcement. Our next retreat uh, will be between May 8 and 13 in uh, Ericeira in Portugal. And it's specifically designed for coaches, consultants, and trainers. So if you're a coach, consultant, or trainer, you're welcome to join. And during the retreat, we want to achieve three things. We want to support you in increasing your impact by reaching more people and increasing your financial situation by improving your revenues and your profitability. And we want to support you in expanding your network with people that also work in the field of training, coaching, and consulting. So you're super welcome to join us. If you're excited about this, send me a message. And I hope, really hope to see you in May in uh, Erisaira.
Okay, this was it for now. Ciao from Buenos Aires and uh, keep in touch.